0: Do you remember the story Jesus told of the one man who built his house upon the sand and the other man who built his house upon the rock? When the winds came and beat upon the house and the floods rose, which house stood? Well, it was the one built on the rock. Do you find it at all intriguing that Jesus says nothing about how to make the storms go away? Life is going to bring pressure and life is going to bring events that shake you up question is, what are you going to stand on and what's going to spill out when those storms come? Will it be trust and faith and resolve and godliness? Go back with me to Judges chapter 1 and we can trace the problem of the book of Judges beginning here. The book of Judges begins with a recounting of how the Israelites came into the promised land. And if you notice in Judges chapter 1, verse 27, a list begins of countries that did not fully drive out the enemy like God commanded. Manasseh, Ephraim, Zebulun, Asher, Naphtali, Dan. They compromised the Lord's commands. They said, we don't necessarily have to drive them out. They can stay here and just serve us as our slaves. As a result... Chapter 2, verse 1 says this, God said, I will never break my covenant with you, and you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of the land. You shall break down their altars, but you have not obeyed my voice. What is this you have done? So now I say, I will not drive them out before you, but they shall become thorns in your sides, and their gods shall be a snare to you. Well, why did this happen? What do you have going on here? All throughout Judges, you have men, leaders at home, and leaders in war who compromised the word of God. Disregard for God's clear word in your life is detrimental and destructive. It's like a disease that can pass down to the next generations. There was a generation of people who have had no models on what it looked like to have faithful, humble, joyful obedience to the Lord. The fathers have not recounted the glorious and grand works of this warrior God to their children. They have not painted an accurate picture of who God is and what He has done for them. Why not? Because the fathers were too busy bowing down to other gods. They were marrying women and giving their daughters in marriage to men who had no idea who the true God is. And they are taking in the gods of the land that they have supposedly conquered. They compromised the word of God in their lives. Compromise is as rebellion. Half obedience to the Lord is full disobedience. And we live in a society today where men statistically are less likely to go to college, less likely to go to church, have a job, or even have a driver's license. We live in a society that has created this gray area of extended adolescence well into the mid-20s. And what we have are guys who have access to a man's freedoms and resources but handle those things with a boy's immaturity and irresponsibility. And as a result, they think individualistically and selfishly, only looking for their own satisfaction and pleasure and having a good time instead of building and creating and leaving a legacy worth following. They have no place for God's word in their life, and if they did, it's often a compromise of God's word so that if God's word does not easily fit into their agenda, they have no trouble disregarding it. This is the new world we live in, but it's really not that new, but rather a remaking of what is taking place in the book of Judges. Rebellion, compromise, conceitedness, contempt for God's word and commands. So where do we lay the responsibility and where do we begin to fix the problem? Well, it's with the men and with the men's view of who God is and what God does and what God calls a man to be. In our story of Judges chapter 4, we were introduced to Lapidoth, who is absent in the story. He's supposed to be the light, but he never shows up. Rather, his wife is a light for Israel. You have Barak a man whose name means lightning, who hides behind Deborah and has to be confronted by Deborah. Men of God were so absent during these times in the book of Judges that God used a man by the name of Shamgar who wasn't even an Israelite to save the Israelites. And the fact that God uses Deborah and later on a woman named Jael in this story is not meant so that women can sing the song, Anything You Can Do, We Can Do Better. The fact that God uses Deborah and Jael is a rebuke against the men of Israel. Praise God for women who showed valiant trust and courage in the Lord and shame on the men for walking around without a backbone. Men, don't let it be said of your house or of your church that the men that were present were really absent. Walk with Jesus day by day. As you pray today, please remember... Kandra Barnett, one of our missionaries in Romania. Also, remember the Quechua Life Word broadcast heard in Bolivia and Peru.